Hello, 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 and thank you so much for joining me for the podcast of the True Power From Within. I do pray each and every day that this podcast touches you in the most amazing and encouraging way. I am your host, Melody Ferris Tucker, and I do hope that this podcast touches you in the most amazing and encouraging way. So today, I want to talk about revelation through life and um, story time. Um, I have gone through a lot of personal development courses, conferences. If I can, you know, take advantage of a free conference or, or a free, you know, personal development, whatever it is, right? I take advantage. Um, because I feel that personal development is crucial if you excuse me, are trying to grow or learn or heal or be whole. Um, It's not about getting to a place and you feel like, okay, well, I'm done. I don't need any of this anymore. It's a constant state of becoming, right? Because in life, we need to intentionally always be becoming in our lives, right? To continue to achieve and reach goals and be successful and in our relationship with God and all the things that we're trying to do in our lives, right? So um, in a lot of these conferences, they always tell you to, you know, connect with your inner child, write a letter to your inner child, right? Um, And also write a letter to your future self, right? So I always ignored that, right? Because I was like, mm, I don't I don't know about all this connecting to your inner child situation. Like, I don't understand this, right? And although I did understand it, I think it was just I didn't want to do it. And upon, you know, getting into my word more, really trying to um ask God to Uh, reveal to me the things in my life that I still need to grow in or heal from or work through. Um, He said, you know, he told me, write a letter, write the letter to your inner child, write the letter to your future self, right? Because in the word, it does say, write it down and make it plain, right? And I remember when I was going through um, therapy and counseling and my um, sobriety program and things like that, We had to write a letter, first of all, from our children to us, which was incredibly painful, um, but incredibly eye-opening, right? We also had to write a letter to those who hurt us, right, or harmed us. Um, And then we also had to write a letter to someone that we harmed, right, outside of our children. And so... Um, doing that, all of those things were in, was incredibly painful, but incredibly eye-opening. And so um, I felt it in my heart to write a letter after I did the podcast the other day when I was talking about that, you know, I'm still struggling with mommy issues. Like I'm, I, I still struggle and I see things that are coming up in there that are making me bitter and Um, that shows me that I still have work that needs to be done, right? And so God was telling me to, 
to write it. So I wrote the letter to both, right? And I'm going to be very vulnerable with y'all today. And I'm going to share um, not all of the future self one. There's some things in there that are that are more personal. But I will share with you the majority of it. And also the letter. But the reason I'm doing this, and let me tell you, is because through life we have revelations, right? Sometimes we don't know how we got here, right? Because we've never looked at where we were when we were there, right? We, we sometimes go through life and we're like, we see things come up, we feel things come up, but we just don't understand how did I get here, right? Why do I feel this way? Why do I not understand, right? So the purpose of inner child work is to validate that child, right? If you were to go back and talk to that little girl again, what would you say to her, right? Now, when I wrote mine, I wrote mine from more of a teenage perspective, right? From when I was um, as a teenager. And when I think about these things, I often think of my granddaughter, right? Because I see a lot of myself as far as the energy and the personality. I can remember being that child when I was her age, right? I remember my grandfather telling me I was so sassy. Um, He used to tell me, joke around and say, I'll have kids just like me. And I remember saying, I'm never going to have kids. And then when I was in labor and having my second son, he came to the hospital and he said, I did not tell you about this. And so it's those moments that I remember, but I remember being very outgoing, very sassy, very, um, had a huge personality. I remember that. And along the way, that personality was literally drawn out of me. And so going back to where it started and validating that girl, right? And I never wanted to do that. Because I've heard in many, 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 many personal growth seminars, conferences, things like that, do the inner child work, do it. And I I never wanted to do it. But when I did do it, when God says, just do it, you know, just just write it out. It it was eye-opening, right? But then it says, but then write a letter to your future self, right? How, where do you see yourself? And in, the, in, in that, you're going to receive a revelation, right? A revelation of everything that you see in your future relates to the past, meaning your purpose, the anointing, the calling, all of that that God has on your life is going to relate back to your past self. Because... The passion that God gives you to heal and be whole and overcome those very things that were meant by humans, by other humans to destroy you. It's those very things that your power emerges from. And I found in Galatians, (coughs) excuse me, I found in Galatians 1 where Paul, we all know Paul, right? And he used to not be the best guy, right? He used to be completely against, you know, God and the word and all of these things. But in Galatians 1 and 11, it says, For I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that the gospel preached by me is not of human origin. For I did not receive it from a human source, and I was not taught it, but it came 
by revelation of Jesus Christ. But then it says, if you jump down to verse 15, it says, But when God, who from my mother's womb set me apart and called me by his grace, was pleased to reveal, there's that revelation, reveal, his son to me so that I could preach among the Gentiles. I did not immediately consult with anyone. I did not go up to Jerusalem to those who had become apostles before me. Instead, I went to Arabia and back to Damascus. God is revealing things to you every day if we are open-minded to what he is trying to do. Right? We see that Paul's change, right? When he changed over or began to speak the word or stepped into his calling and into his purpose, it was not because someone else said, you're supposed to do this. It's because God gave him a revelation, And then through his revelation, he began to do the work, right? And he says, I didn't go to people, meaning he didn't go to people asking permission if he could do this. He didn't go to people asking for their approval or, um, you know, asking their opinions. He stepped into that, even though his past did not dictate what his calling was. And it's no different than us, right? Because Paul then had a testimony, right? He had a testimony of the things he used to do, right? And how he used to be, but how God brought revelation and revealed to him the calling and the anointing on his life, right? Regardless of his past. And we are no different. I think this word really hones in on the fact that it doesn't matter what your past looks like. Because your future is greater. You have been called. You have been set apart. Right? And you have been called by his grace. So we don't have to seek out other people. Right? We don't have to ask other people's permission to walk into the calling and the purpose in which God has for us. We simply have to do the work, the inner work. Allow God to reveal to us what he has called us to do. Trust and believe in it and then walk into it, right? We see Paul all over the Bible and we see all of the disciples that were called by Jesus did not come from these families of perfect people. They did not have a perfect track record. They did not all know and believe in their power or their purpose when they got started, But through growth and revelation, their power emerged so that they could walk and step into their purpose. But we do see that there was a lot of soul searching that had to take place. There was a lot of mistakes that were made. There was a lot of things that had to be revealed and and not understood because we know that Jesus used to tell stories, right? He used to give analogies, so to speak to try to explain to the disciples things that he was trying to show them, right? But he was trying to put it in a perspective in which they would understand. So when I'm talking about doing the inner work, writing the letters to your inner child, writing a letter to your future self, that is a way that God can reveal to you through your words, your feelings. It's no different than journaling if you journal, But it's a way for God to reveal 
to you what he is calling you to do. But it also helps you to validate that inner child. Right? Because although outside sources may never validate you, people may never validate you. But through the inner work, right? Through the soul searching, through the heart change and the forgiveness and all of these things, the healing, God is, you're doing the inner work, right? And God's going to validate you along the way. But sometimes we get caught up and we don't understand like, God, why? Okay, why did this happen? But then you're trying to do this and I don't feel secure in this. I feel like I'm going to be judged. And if we really look back, it all stems from something that happened in the past. Right? We start out as a seed. Okay? Even in our mother's wound. And we stay there in the dark, just like a plant, right? Stay there in the dark, right? We are, we are grown. We are created in the dark. And then just like a plant that sprouts from the ground and grows, right? But if something happens, it gets in too much water or wind or animals come and get it or whatever, the root system can be... Um, can can be hurt, right? If it gets too much water, if it's not in a big enough pot to grow, right? So even as a human, our root systems are sometimes distorted. And we we can't grow, right? Because maybe we are um, control in a controlled environment or we have a family with limiting beliefs, right? Or we have a we are growing up with parents who were traumatized or hurt or have a poverty mindset or all of these things in which we are trying to grow and spread our roots but we are being we are basically being caged um and not able to grow based on the thought processes of the people who bring us up not that it is their fault because they too were raised by people who had problems. But it's important that as God is is redeveloping, see, because with if you buy a small plant, okay, and it comes in a little plastic container, right? Well, we know that that plant is not going to grow in that plastic container. It has to be uprooted and planted in more fertile soil with a bigger environment so that it can grow and flourish. Our lives are no different. Sometimes God says, you know, you are in a restricted environment, right? And I need to uproot you and put you over here in more fertile soil, right? In a room or in an environment that will increase your, you know, increase your purpose and your mindset or your growth opportunities. I need to expand your root system. But in that, we're going to be feel insecure. We're going to feel unqualified. We're going to feel like people are going to judge us. We're going to feel a lot of fear. And it's all about doing the work of the inner child, the future self, right? It's about doing the work and understanding 
why you feel this fear when God is trying to, you know, increase your root system, right? When he's trying to uproot you and put you somewhere else because he has purpose for you there. You weren't meant to sit in uh, a poverty mindset, right? I know I always had (coughs) money issues, right? I, you know, always grew up with barely having enough or not having enough, right? So my whole life was revolved around making sure the bills are paid, you know, scrounging together money for groceries and being okay with that, right? So I had a poverty mindset. And I was also afraid like with, you know, my husband's had to get me out of this because I, I, and I'm still like this, but I'm about making sure all the bills are paid, you know, and, and I I have to have that happen, right? Like I, let's do it on time, have the bills paid. I can't go do this or go do this or go do this until after the bills are paid. And my husband's like, we are fine. Like what is wrong with you? You know, but he's, it's, it's a still a work in, process, in progress because as a child, right, that stemmed from what was planted in me or what I was fed as a seed or as a small child. That is what was fed to me. So my root system was restricted. I hope you guys understand what I'm saying. So I'm going to read you my letter to my inner child. And I want you to think about for a moment how maybe it relates to your inner child. Um, Maybe you have some of the same feelings, right? Maybe you don't understand how to do the inner child work. It's not really about doing the inner child work. It's about writing a letter and validating the child that you were, right? But then envisioning who you want to be in this world, And when you do both, you will see where the purpose um, aligns, right? You'll see where, how your future self actually is very relatable to your inner child because those are the things that you're passionate about because those are the things that you have overcome. And most often we don't want to see other people hurt in those areas. So that gives us the purpose and the alignment, and in that, we don't have to ask permission because, you know, God who, call, who, who from our mother's room set you apart and he called you by his grace. And that's what Paul is saying. He didn't ask anybody's permission to walk into his purpose or into his calling. He didn't ask other people. He simply did the work and stepped into what God had called him to. Just like you can step into what God has called you to do. There is not a permission slip that you have to fill out. There is not a person in this world that you have to please to get where God is trying to take you. It's simply by understanding how you got here by addressing that inner child or there, right? And then writing a letter to your future self. And seeing how much that aligns with what you wrote about your inner child. So I'm going to read this to you um, really, really quickly. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) 
Okay. Excuse me for hacking. All right. So inner child, I see you. I hear you. I don't know how to love you in this moment, but I trust that I will. The pain you have endured has left you empty and feeling unworthy. You have, excuse me, you have carried this into every area of your life and have made it your mission to spend all of your energy proving yourself to others because of the fear of rejection and your need to feel loved. You spend countless hours rehashing all of the things about yourself that people have rejected. You don't know how beautiful, worthy, and lovable you are because you are so because you are in search of others' love instead of learning to love yourself. You have never been confident in your own abilities because of the words and actions of of the uh, very ones who were supposed to love you. Uh, you excuse their harsh words because you have accepted them as true. You let others dictate how how you should be loved and how you should live and how you should um, live and wait what you should I can't even read my own writing how you should live be and what you should and should not find joy in you have lashed out and hurt the very people who loved and always were there for you to get attention not understanding that they were the ones ready to help and support you. You never speak up for yourself. You live in silence because of what others might say or how they may, re- how they may reject you. You don't step into your power and live in anger, bitterness, resentment, and resentment because of your hurt, pain, abuse, and constant rejection. Your voice is unheard because how others may see you. You don't see yourself, but live through those around you. Life feels like a cage and you are trapped inside. You're like a bird who can't sing. You dream dreams where you have no voice when you try to speak and you find yourself separated and lost in those dreams. You have no understanding of how you got here or how you get out. Healing is what is hoped for. Change is what is prayed for. But all looks and feels impossible. You feel unseen or need, um, you feel unseen or the need to always be accepted and validated. You don't understand why, why you have, wait, why you're here or what your purpose is. The God you hear about is so far away. Your prayers seem to go unheard and your tears are too many to count you fuel your body with things that are not of the one who created you you seek out ways to feel happy but they still leave you feeling empty you dream of a day when these things disappear like a drop of water that dries up in the sun you dream and envision a glorious and successful life but question the path of your worthiness to be there. No one seems to understand you, but you carry each day a burden that weighs you down. Hundreds of pounds in which you were never meant to carry. That was my letter to my inner self. That was a letter to that 16-year-old girl 
17-year-old girl. And if you walk in, if you look into what I'm doing currently, what do I do? I encourage and then try to give hope and address all the things that I used to feel. Rejection, not being validated, not feeling loved, being unworthy, carrying around bitterness, resent, resentfulness, you know, being resentful and bitter and angry. I talk about that on my podcast all the time. But may I read you the letter to my future self and show you how it aligns with that child that I was just talking to? And how it aligns with what God has showed me along the way? Now, I'm going to leave some pieces out because some of it is more personal, but I will read you the majority of it. Future self. As I'm embracing my God-given destiny, I am speaking on stages of thousands of women and men, helping each to walk in their own personal transformation. And this made me cry because I feel it. And if you get emotional when you start writing a letter to your future self, then you know that you are in the place that you're supposed to be. It's about gaining momentum and keeping the momentum and the motivation and staying in constant prayer because I don't know how to get there. I don't. I don't know how to get to this place, but I trust and stay in prayer and prayed up. But I know that when I I feel the tears and the emotion, I know that it, it is God validating this very thing. So, excuse me. Um, helping each walk into their own personal transformation. I am coaching women and men in recovery and advocating for the rights of convicted felons. I am embracing the legacy that God has placed on the inside, breaking off the generational curses and achieving at the highest level. I am productive, energized. So emotional. Okay, I am productive, energized, healthy, and achieve great wealth and help other wealth to help others. I have four books published. Our transitional home is up and running successfully. We are ha- we are having men and women transition back into society with jobs, housing, and wholeness. We are in our new home equipped for destiny. Our children are thriving, healthy, and boy, are we so proud of them. Our grandchildren are growing like weeds and eager to accomplish and learn. My podcast has hit 100,000 followers. And I don't have enough time in my schedule to accept all of the invites I am getting from other podcast hosts. I am volunteering with women's shelters to help with the transition, the transition process through coaching and mentoring. Our oil business has hit over 1 million per year. And distribution is our main source. Our marriage is thriving. We are spending more quality time together. And traveling the world to 
um, to speak at events. Destiny is making great progress. Um, I couldn't, I could have never imagined my life the way it is today. My relationship with God is greater than ever. And Lord, thank you for this beautiful and abundant life. It's a dream come true. So, excuse the emotions. But do you see how the inner child came out in the future self? Can you see how the hurt and the pain and the trauma and everything that I went through purposed me for my future self? It gives me a why. And they always say, if your why don't make you cry, it ain't big enough. I want you to know today that your past is not just there to be your past. Your past is your purpose. Your past is your passion. Your past is the very thing that gives you power in your life. We cannot wait around for other people to validate us. Because God has already called you and set you apart. And no one or nothing can stop you from your purpose but you. Your fear, the fear of judgment, um, the, the limiting beliefs, the negative self-talk, the lack of faith. Those are the things that can keep you from your destiny and from your purpose. But your past is not it. Because your past is your power. Your past, your pain creates purpose. It's all about how you look at it. And are you willing to do the work? Because God already gave it to you. He already ordained it, right? It's for us to recognize because he reveals it to us through revelation, right? He reveals things to us through revelation. You know how, how many years I've known about this inner child letter and this future self letter? Several. And I never did it. I never did it. And I didn't do them both on the same day. But when you really get aligned and you say, God, I, I want you to do the inner work. Search me. Search my soul. Search my heart. Change my mind. And reveal to me what it is that you're trying to do in this season. And whatever it is, Lord, don't do it without me. Here I am. I'm, I'm surrendering this to you because you're the only one that can get me to where it is that I'm trying to go. 
because in my mind and in my heart, I will slow myself down. I will talk myself out of it. I will allow the situations and life, uh, life around me or others to dilute my purpose. And I will never achieve the best version of myself. God, I surrender to you everything that I am. That inner child that, that was hurt. That inner child that was her roots were restricted. And she wasn't able to grow and be. And she felt as if she had countless amount of tears and carrying around weight that she was not meant to carry. I'm sure a lot of us can relate to that. But if you step into envisioning your future self, and if you write that and it brings tears to your eyes, you know that God is in the midst of that. Because I wrote this and never cried. But reading it made me cry. And God has been showing me things. I talked about this the other day on my other podcast um, I was watching a documentary about um, Michelle Obama after she wrote her book and published it and she was going around and I remember and she was like being introduced into a, you know, onto a stage and when she was introduced and people were, you know, cheering and she was walking out there, tears were just flowing down my face because I could feel that being me. So today, what are you believing for in this season? What are you believing for? Do you believe that your past has purpose? Do you believe that, you know, God has set you apart? Do you believe that you are going to be healed and whole and that there's greater purpose in the life for, in this life for you? I hope so. I hope today that you will sit down and write, and don't write them on the same day, but sit down and write to your inner child. Write a letter to that girl or that boy that you used to be and the things that you were feeling and validate all of those things. Validate that child. Just think about it. If you were, if it's hard for you to do that, then envision this. Imagine there's a, at whatever point in your life that, that someone hurt you or you experienced trauma or a great amount of pain, right? Go back to that moment. And if you were to meet a girl or a boy in that same situation, what would you say to them? How would you validate the things that they were going through? How would you validate them emotionally? How would you validate them? And write it down. Read it. Let it soak in. And then in a few days, do the future self. And really dig deep into what you, want it, what you feel and what you see for your life. Dig deep into that. And you will begin to, God will begin to reveal to you how aligned 
what you went through is with what you're going to help people get through. I don't know if this made sense to you like it made sense to me. I just believe that whoever needs to hear this will hear this and watch this and see this. But I hope that there was something that you can take away from this today that will help you in your life today or help you to step into the work that needs to be done, whether it be through the inner child healing or whether it be for your future self, whatever it may be. I hope and pray that I added value to to your day. So I, um, if you, if I added value, screenshot this, share it to your social media, or simply go into Apple podcast or Spotify, follow the podcast, leave a review. I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Or just share it to your social media, whatever it is. I would, I would be greatly appreciated. So I hope I added value today. I hope you have an absolutely amazing day and, uh, I will see you again soon. Bye-bye.